subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. We hope that you're having a fantastic day today. Garrett is here. Matt is here. And we have a fun follow-up topic from our last podcast with the incredible Randall O'Dowd talking about his open house strategy. Before we get into it, as always, quick reminder, join our community on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash The Ninja Selling Podcast. Well over 9,000, approaching 10,000 people. What an amazing place. We talk about it a lot. We hype it up a lot. So I'm sure you're like, oh, yes, I know the community. But it really is amazing. So do check that out. And of course, if you're new to Ninja Selling, if you've discovered the podcast, if you stumbled upon our Facebook group and found the podcast that way, and you're like, hey, what is Ninja Selling all about? Head over to ninjaselling.com and also check out the Ninja Selling book that Larry Kendall wrote because that has everything that you need to know about Ninja Selling and building your own business based on the Ninja Selling philosophy and principles and all that great stuff. So check that stuff out. Garrett, good morning. Good morning, sir. I have one last thing to add about the community before we leave from it. First off, it's on www. Just in case anybody did not know where to find it, it is the World Wide Web. Matt says we don't have to say that anymore, but I just figured for all the old school. HTTPS colon slash slash. Second is I do most of the management for letting people into that community. And we have a very simple rule to entering into the community, which is you need to adhere to our rules of the group and you need to answer some questions. They're very simple questions. I recently had to send 800, I think it was 830 people away and said, hey, all of you are denied from being in the group. And it hurts me to do that. At the same time, if you can't answer the simple questions, I can't let you in. And the reason for that is we have an amazing group that I work really hard. Matt works really hard to protect the integrity of the people that are in that group. And we are trying to protect it from spam. We're trying to protect it from people that don't care about Ninja at all. They're just kind of signing up for groups so they can come in there and start marketing whatever they've gotten there. I work really hard to make sure that when you get into that group, it's 100% value in there, quality people. Everybody's thinking the same, the same thoughts, the same ideas. So if you're wondering why you're not part of the group, because I have turned away lots of people that it says you're in real estate. It says that you know I can see it all when I look at your profiles. You just got to answer some questions for me just so we can, again, maintain the integrity of this awesome group that I'm not willing to sacrifice for. So I needed to say that. Because I keep having to turn people away. And I'm like, well, this is why. So answer some questions. Play with us. Have some fun. And if you're invited to the group, we let you kind of hang in there in the pending page for a little bit because you may not have seen it yet if you've been invited by somebody else. So for those of you inviting people, don't worry. We're not like denying them right away. I know sometimes face it can be tricky with that stuff, but that does help us out a lot, particularly just so we know that you're you. And and it's okay if you haven't listened to the podcast yet. Although if you're listening to us now, you have listened to the podcast. And it's okay if you haven't been to an installation. We just want to know that you're a real human being looking to learn more about Ninja and be a part of the community. That's it. Very, very basic. We welcome everybody. We love all the people that are inside our community. Well, and it saves Matt and I a lot of policing of all the people in that group because the more we can manage it up front, the less we have to do and go, oh my gosh, did you just see what somebody posted today? 
We haven't done that in a while. We haven't had to do it in a while. This is why I wanted to bring this up today is because that's the reason that we take so much time going through all these and we have to deny some people is because I don't want to have to have the email to somebody, the phone call to somebody be like, we're kicking you out because you're behaving badly. Which that's very nice. If you give a phone call, I give a Facebook message. Oh, I like talking to people. Huh? <laughs> like I'm a talker. I want to figure out who you are and why you decide to do that. But at the same time, I think we've had to do that, what, twice, Matt? Three times? Yeah. And they were just people who were trying to market their own stuff. They weren't really realtors or ninjas. We got good people in here right now. And I'm just protective of all of you. Yeah. Two out of 10,000 ain't bad. I'm protective of all of you in the group. And that's really my thoughts. All right. We can move along from this. I just it was on my list. Yeah. It's a good segue to our topic here, which is showing up as a professional. Randall mentioned many times in the episode, I was going to say yesterday's episode, but the prior episode, two days ago, three days ago, depending on which day it is today, that he wears a suit. And we comment on it briefly there, but he's he explained his personality, his brand, and how he wants to show up for his clients and how even showing up for this podcast. And we didn't talk about this. I think this changes our our energy and our mentality where he showed up at, well, he hopped on at 6 a.m. California time. 6 a.m. In a suit. In a suit. You and I were not wearing suits. But that also aligns with how we manage our own personal brands. But it really highlighted this showing up as a professional you actually suggested that we talk about this because I think this changes how your energy is, how you show up with your clients and how you act in a deal. Whether you decide to wear a suit or not, we can go into that. But showing up as a professional, taking pride in this business that you are running is very, very important, Garrett. Oh, it is. And you know, Randall's a great case study on this because I again, I've coached Randall for many, many years. And he is... As we talked about on his Monday morning agendas, he added in actually spaces on it. Like, did I wear a suit? When he first did it, I was kind of laughing at it. I was like, really? Like, all right, like, is it that big of a deal to him? And he did it because he went through a stage where he was not wearing a suit all the time. I mean, he kind of got out of a habit and he brought it up of like, my energy's been off. And he's like, you know what? I haven't been wearing my suits. He's like, I'm going to add it on there to make sure I, I'm actually doing this. Randall is one of the best dressed people I have ever been around. If you ever get a chance to meet Randall O'Dowd in person, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. He looks like he came out of a fashion series out of like the, I don't know, like I link Randall back to like Frank Sinatra and I hope he takes that as a compliment. I don't know why he wouldn't, but just that type of dress, that's how he shows up. I mean, I have seen many videos of him in a coral pink blazer, just like done to the Top, top, top. It says a lot. Like when I go and I want to refer somebody to Randall, I know exactly what they're going to get. I know exactly the professionalism. I know for a fact I'm probably going to get a comment from the person I refer that's going to be going like, whoa, dude, that guy shows up. I know it happens in his office where people are like, man, always the best dressed person, always the one that's the most professional. Now, when it comes to presenting themselves and how they show up, it says a lot. And if you think about the profession that that we're in, and this is not just for the real estate agents out there. I mean, think about when you do well at your job, when you show up at the highest level, you can show up. Most of us have the ability of making some fairly good money. To real estate, you have the opportunity of making 
more money than any job, you could just leave real estate and just be like, hey, I'm going to go get a new career. Like, I'm going to put my applications in around here. There's very few that can replace the income that you can possibly make out of real estate. And I don't mean that as a dig. That's just what I see as my own personal reality. Let's show up. Let's dress up. Let's let's play a part that will make people go, this person is 100% showing up for me, representing me, looking great. I don't think you need to go buy a whole bunch of Randall suits. I don't think I could pull off a Randall suit, actually. And you don't have to spend a lot of money. It's not like you need to go spend money on clothing and all offer the counter argument for good discussion here. And I'm also going to caveat, like I know that guys definitely have it a lot easier in terms of getting prepped to look in a certain way where I know the, the ladies out there, y'all got a lot more that you do. And, and I'm not saying you, you need to go through all these crazy processes all the time. So I'm going to present the counter argument where people say, well, what about Gary V just like shows up in a t-shirt? Steve Jobs wore the same thing every day. Zucks wears a, a freaking hoodie, right? Like, why do I need to now dress this certain way? And I'll say, it's not about what you're wearing. It's how you present yourself. And sometimes wearing something can help you feel a certain way to stand up with your posture up. I mean, if you're... A lot of people would say, hey, dress to the level of your clientele, right? And so when you think about people who operate in luxury spaces... Like when I worked uh, real estate in the New York City suburbs, essentially in New Jersey, is like, okay, I did wear a tie. I remember someone commenting, is like, never seen someone show up to a septic inspection wearing a tie before. That was just kind of the way I dressed because I came from the finance industry. Now, I rarely ever wear a tie now. So I think we evolve in terms of how we dress. What I've noticed is it all depends on how you show up with your energy. And if Wearing a suit does that fantastic. I feel good when I put on like a nice blazer, like my energy does change. And I think the situation and the environment that you're going into is also dependent. So maybe, Garrett, there's like a hierarchy too, like kind of like baseline and you work your way up. Like, for example, taking a shower is probably a good start. So, Matt, you know, there's even studies out there where they show that if you break, they actually did this, they broke people into three separate groups. They had one that wore sweats. They had another one they had a choice to wear whatever they wanted. And then they had this third group that basically they had to show up in full business attire. And in tracking these sales that they did, they found that the people in the full business attire actually sold more product. They had higher commissions at the end of the study. So we know psychologically it makes a difference in how you feel and how you show up and how you present yourself. It's interesting when you use a comparison, like you said, like, well, Gary Vee shows up in a different way and Steve Jobs shows up in a different way. We'll go to the early days of Gary Vee. He was suit and tie, right? I mean, early days of Gary Vee, his videos, he was wearing collared shirt, button down. I mean, first impression, we haven't talked about first impressions yet, which I know we'll dive into, but you know, that's part of this too. I think it's important, like in real estate, you are welcome to show up in any way you want. You are running your own business. You have a storefront that you are providing. You have marketing that you're putting out there. Just the same way as that you can do a black and white postcard if you want to. There are ways that you show up. And in this industry, you will most likely have better results. It's easier to, again, refer, to pass business to somebody that you're like, okay, I like the way this person is representing themselves. You're totally welcome to dress down and you are totally welcome to wear 
board shorts and sandals if you want to. And you don't, and as a guy, don't even wear a t-shirt, dude. Just, just go because you know what? It's comfortable. It's fun. You have the right to do that. You can even create an entire novelty piece around your business that you're the surfer dude who has the surfboard in the back of the car, the shirtless realtor. <laughs> you can totally do this all day long if you can pull that off and it fits your personality and whatever you want to do. For the most part, we need to fit into somewhat of a groove of what's expected. And you're not going to probably use that as a novelty piece for yourself. You just need to show professional. Same thing, Matt, with cars. Sorry to bring it back to cars, everybody, but that's what we do. But you look at people's vehicles and like, you can go buy the nicest of the nicest of the nice car and be like, well, this represents me as a real estate agent. You can also choose to drive around something that it might get you to your client's property that you're trying to show them. Like, we'll give it a 50-50 shot that it's going to make it there. Like, you have that option too, just to go really cheap. And there's another side of just having a nice, clean, reliable vehicle. Clean. Yeah. Carpets are vacuumed. The windows are washed. The paint is clean. People can sit into it if they need to and not go like, ooh. This is the baseline that I look at, right? Just like, okay, taking a shower is like the start. And for the, you know, your car, it's like washing. You don't need to have a fancy car. I know people who sell multi-million dollar homes and drive, you know, a 10-year-old Camry. It doesn't have to do with the type of clothes that you wear, the type of car you drive. It's how you want to present yourself. And show up. And I think if you want to be the shirtless surfer realtor, like you might need to take some time to build that brand. Cause what I find is the reason why guys like Gary Vee, I mean, one, he's more comfortable the way he is. He's more authentic, which is which is fascinating. But also people know who he is. And as realtors as well, like when people refer you, there is like, oh, this is who now I think that. We all get to decide what that looks like. And I'm not telling everybody they need to wear a suit. In fact, I would say the majority of people don't wear suits because culture is also changing around what is business attire. You know, Are we wearing polo shirts? Are we doing sweaters? Are we doing whatever it is? And what I'm kind of looping as an underlying theme here is don't stress yourself out about like, oh my goodness, I need to wear this now to be seen as this because I hate the fake it until you make it narrative. I think it doesn't work. I think it's false. And you should just be who you are and make it as you are because that's going to be the best thing. That said, a lot of these people who say like, oh, wear whatever you want. It's all good. You go back and you look at how they started. They were all suited up. I mean, even Ed Milet, if for any of you who follow him, he's like probably almost billionaire status at this point. Like He put a fake Mercedes front end on his car to make him look a certain way. Now, he says he regrets doing that at the same time. That was part of how he built up who he is. So not suggesting that you go do anything like that. But take the advice that we're even giving you with a grain of salt and think about how do I want to show up as a professional? If I were to walk into my own store, which I look at how we present ourselves at listing consultations, how our car is presentable during those times when it's open for business, so to speak. Because like, if you got kids at the back and all that stuff, like whatever you do on the weekends is what you do. Would I feel comfortable walking into my own store? Would I walk in and go, whoa, I want to do business with this person? That's the question that I think we need to answer for ourselves. Well, and I think also, Matt, this is going back to the idea of like, well, so-and-so gets way of dressing down. I would ask yourself, am I that good? Because like, 
Gary V provides a product that's that good that people overlook that he's wearing a beanie on stage. They're like, whatever, dude, just listen to the guy. And again, if you like Gary V, that's where people can get almost like cultish over him. And Steve Jobs and all of them. Like, are you at that level that people will overlook those things to be able to get your professional service? And I don't think many realtors listening right now and people that are out there have that level that they can be like, people will overlook it. I can dress any way I want to because I am that good. At least they perceive me as that good. If the perception is that good, sure, get away with whatever you want. In the meantime, I actually think you are that good. I think realtors struggle with sometimes getting the message out that they are that good, the results that they produce, the level that they're playing at. So in the meantime, this is what we're bringing it all back to. Be professional. Show up. Like This is your storefront. This is your business. This is the way that, again, people are going to refer you. And I'm a big believer of referrals in this business. And like, make it easy for people to refer to you. The easier you make it for people to refer to you and have confidence in who you are and what you're about, you will get more business all around. And I'll uh, relate it one more analogy to restaurants, right? There's those restaurants where you're like, oh man, you got this place, it's a hole in the wall, but they just have the best name your food, name your drink, right? And they get away with it because they're so good. That's a rare referral that we make. You know, most of the time you look at a restaurant, you walk in, you're just like, whoa, this place looks and feels awesome. And, you know, baseline, it's clean. Like my wife and I went to a restaurant the other day and we walked in and she's like, man, they could have fit more tables in here. They could have done this differently. Like it was immediate like to her. Now she designs this stuff for a living. So she was paying more attention, but it was immediate to her that there were some things that maybe could have been paid attention to a little bit more to enhance that experience. And those are the types of things that you can do with your business and you are the business for those first impressions. You know, I see the meme... I'm sure actually agents and the broke agent have shared different means that are along these lines where it shows Kim Kardashian like all done up and underneath it, it says when you meet your agent for the first time. And then there's like a paparazzi photo of her like with no makeup, like walking out of the gym or whatever with her hair all a mess or something like that. And it's like when you're showing your 50th house with your agent. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's the meme that we live in. And so... That's okay too, right? Like if you feel better dressing up initially and then you get more comfortable and you change your attire a little bit, like I don't think that's a problem as long as you feel good and you're still providing professional service and showing up as a professional. But you got to set the standards. But that's the thing is that's the chance that people get to see how good you are. Once they've made it past the overall first impression, and you are that good that you can get away with like, I'm not just riding on my good looks. I'm showing up. I was sitting here thinking about it, Matt. We have a, a restaurant in our town. It's a staple in Reading called Jack's Steakhouse. And it's funny because Jack's can get away with a lot when it comes to what it is when you walk into it. You can very easily be an out-of-towner. When I first moved here, I went to Jack's and I'm like, I don't get it. Like Everybody tells me this is the place to go. And it has this following of people in town. I've got a lot of my friends for their birthdays. That is where they want to go. Hands down, no questions asked. It's a little hole in the wall, concrete building, doesn't have a whole lot going on. Lighting is kind of like old barish. Again, if it's your first time there, you're going like, um, we got recommended to come here. Why? Like, what, what is going on? 
And then all of a sudden you have like these diehards, which is pretty much the entire town. Anybody who's listened to this that is from Redding, California or has lived here at all knows Jax. And you can get away with a lot when you have that reputation, when you have what that is. So again, I think it's important, Matt, that like, just as you mentioned, like there's that first impression. And then there is once you have established a relationship, if you don't want to come in at that level all the time, you can get away with it. If your service can back it up, if the level of quality that you're providing can back that up, you can get away with a lot. But up front, people don't know where your quality is yet. Make it as easy as possible. And I think to kind of pull this together and like, well, what, is, what does this really mean for your business? We tend to get the standards we set for ourselves. And when you guys are doing your business planning this season and you're setting goals for next year, Think about the standards that you want to set for your business and all around and how you show up as a professional in terms of your looks, in terms of your energy, in terms of your language, in terms of your prep, in terms of asking the right questions, going through the buyer consult the right way, the listing process the right way. All of those things are how you're showing up as a professional. It's not just how you look. It's all of those things together. And I think it would be worthwhile for you to analyze that and say, hey, what do I want to set as my standard? Because we may not always achieve those goals that you write out on your business plan. And in fact, I recommend you set some big goals for yourself, whether that's a monetary or a lifestyle or an hour's work type of goal. But you will get the standard that you set. And so pay attention to that and determine... I mean, this is an evaluation that I do on myself all the time when I'm like, hey, am I showing up in my coaching calls in a t-shirt or am I going to put on something with a collar today? What t-shirt is it? Is it ironed? Is, does it look good? Like, Am I going to shave? Am I not going to shave? What's the energy and the style that I'm bringing today? Those thoughts do go through my head. Whether they can see you or not, and that's the important thing, whether they can see you on video or not, I've noticed for myself, it makes a huge difference in the energy that I bring if I am ready to go for the day. And just to bring this back to Randall, because Randall's the one that started this all, at least for this episode today, the mere fact that we saw him there at six o'clock in the morning in a blazer, nice shirt, and he went as far as to say, I got leather shoes on to go with it, like is showing up. That is somebody who's being professional. Now, whether he had an appointment right after us and he wanted to be ready to go out the door, he took the time to get that level. And by the way, I would not have expected him to show up any way other than how he showed up because he has a image and a standard that he set. Not a bad image to have, everyone. Just putting that out there. And if you're looking to grow your database and meet new people, like, you know, first impressions for better or for worse do mean something. Just like when you're prepping a listing. I mean, you guys all know, like, you're not going to show a dirty house. You're not going to take photos of a house that's like, eh, and then get it ready later on. Same goes for us as professionals. Not to go down a rabbit hole, but we all know people that we've met in our life that we've met that first one moment, that handshake that we got a chance to go up and introduce ourselves to them. And we made a snap impression of who that person is. And it's almost impossible to fix that as you move forward. If you decide that, wow, this person is this way, I'll use my kids' friends. They have one chance when I first meet them and they walk into our house. If they walk into our house and I can tell they've been drinking the first time I get to meet them, guess what? That impression stays with that child in my mind forever. I will always sit there when my kids go out with them going like, oh, you're going out with who? Ugh. 
okay, let's prepare ourselves differently for how this night might go. Where they have other friends that showed up just squeaky clean and they're just perfect. And guess what? I know because I hear stories, they get away with everything because of how they present themselves that first moment that I got the chance to meet them. And I'm like, okay, not that you should do this to get away with things, but that first impression, that first moment we get to meet somebody is so incredibly important to set the stage of how that relationship's going to move forward in the future. And you get really one shot. You can't show up unshowered, your hair all mess stinking, and be like, oh, I can recover from this. On my next consultation with them, I'm going to put a suit on. And not to be redundant, the energy that you bring is outrageously important too, right? Like if you meet somebody, first impressions like are, are short, but they involve a couple of things, what they see and what they hear. Like for example, you don't have to wear a suit, but if you have a, if you're a polo shirt type of person or a nice t-shirt kind of person and you show up and you shake somebody's hand and you look at them in the eyes and you have the confidence in there and you develop a connection, first impression made in a good way, right? So this is a comprehensive thing that you analyze for yourself. And I would say more often than not, it's the energy over the clothes. And so choose the clothes that you like that make you feel comfortable that allow you to present the energy that create a positive connection so that you can help somebody solve some problems because that's what we're trying to do here. And if you're presenting this lower level of energy and they're not confident in you, it's going to be really hard to help people solve those problems. Just to continue to beat a dead horse because we're going to do that today. I know when I dress up and I go into an environment and just recently we had an event and I went and got a whole bunch of new shirts. I got some new stuff that I don't usually wear and I was feeling really good about it to walk into that environment and have person after person go, man, you look really sharp. Like you're looking good. My shoulders, every single time somebody put their hand on my shoulder and said, man, you're looking really good. Oh, it just feels so good. My energy just kept going up and up and up. And not that we all need that, but man, it feels good when somebody acknowledges that you're showing up, you're looking good. There's a lot of elements that start to happen around this, not just, I mean, I can dress up and sit in my office and feel good about myself, but if you want to feel good also, those little pats on the back, I need them every once in a while, most of us do, that comes with being dressed up and showing up also. Randall gets it all the time, where every time he walks through the office, yep, Randall, best dressed guy in the office, looking good as always, man. Those little compliments take your energy up a notch, up a notch every single time you get one. There's a lot of elements at play with this. Definitely, definitely. So, well, I think we definitely covered that topic. With that being said, I want to say thank you, Matt, for kind of running down this line with me. Anybody who listened to this today, hopefully you got something of value out of it. I had a little moment in there. I hope I wasn't too negative on realtors. So I think we're good there. I think that there's a lot of you that do show up out there and do get dressed up and do play at the highest level. At the same time, is again, I think there's some opportunities for a lot of people. So with that being said, I appreciate you all. Thank you for showing up. If you want to figure out more about what we're doing with coaching, go check out ninjaselling.com. You can find our coaching section in there. If you want to learn more about installations and classes that are coming up, you can find it at ninjaselling.com also. And if you want to check out our group, on Facebook, go to the Ninja Selling Podcast group under Facebook. You will find us there. We have an awesome, wonderful group of people, but you do need to fill out some questions if you want to be submitted into that group because otherwise I will send you away. Other than that, Matt, thank you so much. Have an amazing day and we'll be back soon. 
Thanks, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.